The Jeep Celebration event is here, which means great deals on the SUVs built to stand the test of time are waiting. Hurry in before time runs out. Right now, during 10 days to deal, financing at $5,250 total cash allowance on the purchase of a 2019 Jeep Renegade Latitude. Hurry to the Jeep Celebration event today. Financing for well-qualified buyers through Chrysler Capital. Not all buyers will qualify. Residency restrictions apply. Take delivery from dealer stock by 318-2020. Jeep is a registered trademark. Hi, everybody. Welcome to KXYZ. It is Thursday, January 19th, and it's your host, Donovan and Jason. How's it going, Jason? I'm in mourning right now. Oh, for what? 
America? <laughs> yes. Um, tomorrow, Donald Trump is sworn in as president, and I am in mourning. Well, yeah, that's going to happen tomorrow, and unfortunately, there's nothing we can do about it. So we're going to have to just – what I'm going to do is I'm going to protest in my own way, which is not to watch it. I have no interest in it anyway. Yeah, someone at work was like, are you going to watch it? I was like, no. Mm-mm. Why? Why would I want to see the transfer of power from President Obama, who's been an incredible president, uh, generally speaking, to a man who has absolutely no experience, has no reason being president, has no desire probably to even be president, and doesn't give a fuck about anybody but himself and his millionaire buddies. Billionaire Plus, buddies. I don't even think he's going to last the whole four years. I just have a feeling he's just going to just quit halfway through. I don't know why I have that feeling. But I think he's going to be impeached. I feel like he's going to... I think eventually, because all of the stuff between he and Russia and the nonsense about that and the fact that he's actually you know, um, been in cahoots with them to actually take down, to win an election, which is illegal. Um, hasn't Not much has been said about it, really. I mean, a lot's been said about it, but nothing's been really been done about it. And they keep investigating, investigating, investigating. The more they investigate the FBI, the CIA, etc., on this, they more they find that he was involved in it. And so I think ultimately the Democrats will bring an impeachment hearing towards uh, him and it'll it will happen. And I hope that it happens because I don't want him as president. Even though we'll end up with Mike Pence as vice president, I mean, vice president Mike Pence as president, I'd rather have that than Trump in office. I really would because he's a fucking horrible person, too. But he's not a complete psychopath, I don't think. <laughs> so that we're aware of that we're aware of although i think most people who are politicians generally tend to be psychopathic but whatever anyway um <coughs> if you excuse me as i cough because i'm getting over a cold i've been sick and it's been horrible and it's like everybody i know has been sick it's been my husband my best friend my mother um several of my friends have been sick and other people i know and, and colleagues that i work with you know do what i do for a living things like that people are just sick and it's going on and on and on i haven't been sick i haven't been sick the people that i work have been coughing and hacking all around me yes i'm gonna go into work tomorrow with a nose mask on and lysol (laughs) and oh better yet i'm just gonna go just and just gonna be wrapped up in plastic like the boy who lived in a bubble that's gonna be me tomorrow yes i don't blame i'm I'm not gonna catch any that alleged ebola I don't know what it is. I think it's uh, people are saying it's upper respiratory, and that's what I had. And it's just sort of like a bronchi- bronchitis type thing or something. And well, the weather's been up and down here in, da- in Dallas lately. So it's like one day it's literally eighty degrees, and then a few days later it's like twenty. Yeah. <laughs> so exactly. And that's, I, that's yeah, exacerbating the problem. Sure, so. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure that's the reason why. But luckily, I have not gotten sick. Now watch me say that shit now, and then I'll wake up this weekend Saturday morning coughing and shit. Well, that's what my doctor said. He said it's because of the weather changes up and down. And it really, pollen releases twice a day, he said. And every time the weather changes and stuff, it, it happens. And so it's just driving all of our allergies and sinuses and everything crazy. So, Mother Nature, I need you to make up your <laughs> fucking mind. kind of sucks, actually. But anyway. Um, but anyway, so I've been sick and so getting over that. So if I'm coughing, that's why. Um, I will say, though, that I uh, – back to Trump real quick. You know – the thing about tomorrow is is that after tomorrow, I was saying on my Facebook page, you know, it's the end of the world as we know it. Because it's the end of a democracy, a 240-year-old democracy, the United States, which is really young for a country. Uh, in, in voting in people, you know, that actually had some sort of reason to be president <laughs> as a leader 
And it's like the end of an era. We no longer give a fuck as a country. And I mean, I do, of course, and I didn't vote for him. But people who did give a fuck about qualifications or reason or um, uh, equi- equi- equity or equality in this country. They just give a fuck all about, they give a fuck about is, is it, oh, we want somebody different, somebody who's different, somebody who's not like all the rest of politicians and blah, 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 blah. Sometimes it's better the devil you know. You know, sometimes even if politicians like fucking Hillary Clinton and people like that are not perfect, which they aren't, they're a lot fucking better than Donald Trump, who doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. He's going to fuck up our country and maybe get, get us into the fucking third world war. I mean, honestly, so I am just so nervous about what's going to happen with our country and our rights as gay people, people who are of color, people who are, are women or whatever, people who are transgender, people of different um, religions. What's going to happen to all of us after Trump gets his Nazi cabinet in order? You know, we're all going to end up being fucking in concentration camps. And people, I say that to people, and they're like, oh, you're just being, you know, ridiculous. But it's you're being happened. extra. Yeah, extra, as you might say. But I, <laughs> but I, but I, I think I don't think I am. I think it's 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 not a crazy leap of thought that these people who actually do believe. Number one, one said that um, they don't believe gay people. Ben Carson said gay people should not have extra rights, and he means extra rights. What he's talking about is the fact that we are protected under the law from discrimination. Uh, and then he's voting in people who don't believe that gay people uh, are uh, should have rights to marry and give you blah, 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 blah. So, I mean, on and on and on. And so it's scary. And so, anyway, but one of the things, of course, that we've talked about and we should talk about is the inauguration. You know, we're talking about that now. But, I mean, Jennifer Holliday, she was going to perform, apparently, she thought about it, at his inauguration, and she changed her mind. And she changed her mind, she said, because the, the gay people whom have been her fans for so many years, 35 plus years, and have really, she's been supportive of them as well, or, or us. And they changed her mind when she, they said, you know, if you really believe all the things you say and believe in equality for us and everything else, you won't perform at this inauguration. And that's what changed her mind. Now, but didn't she? But didn't she get death threats too? She got death threats. She slurs. got called a nigger by black people. She got called all sorts of things. Yes, horrible things. And the thing she said was that she thought she would perform if she decided to perform, which she hadn't been finalized yet. But she, if she had decided to go, she said that she thought it could she could be a voice of healing between people in this country and a voice for America. And she's like, but I didn't realize we weren't doing America right now, is what she said. And, you know, she was going to sing America, the beautiful and everything, you know. And it was about America. It wasn't about her supporting Trump, whom she doesn't support. It was about just, you know, performing as an artist. Um, and so I understood that. And so I don't know if I'm okay, though, with people, you know, beating her up because she was going to perform there. I understand why they think she shouldn't. I agree. But I don't think it's right for people who don't want her to perform to call her nigger and call her names and, you know, and give her death threats. That's just fucking ridiculous. Well, that's okay because uh, R&B singer Chrisette Michelle is performing. So and they've called her every name in the book and all type of coons and all types of stuff. Listen, she I feel I feel like with her performing tomorrow, it's. In some ways, going to going to hurt her career because when it comes to touring and promoting, everyone's going to base it on this one situation, which is unfortunate. But they're going to be like, "You voted for you, like you, you know, saying at Trump's inauguration, we we're not booking you here." Or that type. Of, I mean, and, and promoters do that type of stuff. So 
you know, I it I I truly feel like it's going to hurt her career. I really do. Well, I think it should, and I think that's the difference. I think between some people because <clears throat> I think the thing is the question I guess I have for you is is do you think that as in Jennifer Holliday's uh, um, example, that just because you perform for him doesn't mean you support him. But I think it does in a way. I think it is an endorsement of him if you do perform there. Don't you think so? Right. I think it is to to a certain extent. Right. Because um, people are going to say, you know, if you're performing there, they're going to automatically tie it to, oh, that she supports him. And that may not always be the case. She just may want to perform just to perform. But at the same time, I guess you are getting that Trump check, as Nene would say. Uh, so the thing is, yeah. Trump doesn't pay anybody anything anyway. So even if she were getting a check, it wouldn't be from Trump. But go ahead. Oh, but I mean, yeah, I mean, people should be able to do what they want as far as that type of thing, though. But it is what it is. People are just going to automatically tie that shit to Trump. So it it is what it is. Well, it is what it is. You're right. Um, okay. Uh, so what about the um, Caitlyn Jenner thing? Talk about that. Okay. This is some complete bullshit, okay? So the Trump advisors have advised Trump to – okay, I want y'all to listen to this closely. I'm, I'm going to say this very slowly because I want y'all to let this marinate in your brain to make y'all understand how stupid this shit sounds coming from Trump advisors, Okay. So the Trump advisors want Trump to dance with Caitlyn Jenner. Okay, you got that? At the inauguration tomorrow to send a quote-unquote strong message for the LGBT community. Now, I want y'all to think about that for a moment. Let that, let that sink in. Let it process. Okay. That is the dumbest shit I've ever heard. How are you going to first of all, y'all first of all, anyone who listens to the show, y'all know I don't like Caitlyn Jenner, okay? Nor Trump. But how the fuck are you how the how the fuck are Trump the Trump advisors gonna advise Trump to dance with a transgender woman to send a strong message to the LGBT community? First of all, what type of message are trying to send a that a, a straight man and a transgender woman are dancing together? That could happen at the damn supermarket if they play the right kind of music. It's trying to send it's a message like, that they support gay rights, which is fucking bullshit. Well, exactly. Everybody knows that Trump does not support same-sex marriage, no LGBT equality rights, any type, any that type of shit. And then you, then on top of that, you choose Caitlyn Jenner, who is already you know on the fence about. She says that she's Democrat, but we, you, me, and the world both know that she's a liar about that bullshit. So I'm like, you couldn't pick someone that was that was like more liberal, like I don't know in any type of transgender that we know is liberal, and I don't know RuPaul for example. RuPaul or, does not want to be there. But Caitlyn Jenner is a Republican. I'm, That's the only reason I'm she's like, there. I'm just I'm just saying names like of liberal, you know, transgender drag queens or whoever. Like, but come on now, it, that 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 is the dumbest 
anything that the Trump advisors could have ever said ever. Well, so far, I'm not well, going to say also, ever. Well, also, not just that. The, it's, the fact that they, they even think that the fact that he's dancing with Caitlyn Jenner would signal to gay people that he is indeed in favor of gay rights is ridiculous because of everything else he's put into action and the people he's put in his cabinet who are all against gay rights. So it doesn't matter who he's dancing with or who what kind of message they're sending. It's fucking bullshit message. It's a fucking lie because we all know that it, he does not support gay rights. His whole cabinet doesn't. None of them do. They are against us completely. So who the fuck it doesn't matter who he's dancing with. Caitlyn Jenner is a fucking Republican idiot anyway. We all know she's a fucking moron. And she doesn't have any brains in her, her head when it comes to politics. I mean, watching her show... I mean, you tried to root for her on one hand because you wanted her to succeed as coming out you know, as a transgender woman. And on the other hand, she has this complete dichotomy about herself because on the other hand, she's all like, oh, Hillary's disgusting and horrible person. And oh, my God, and, you know, Democrats are idiots. And da, 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 da. I mean, really, it's all because she's a fucking wealthy woman and she believes in all this bullshit Republican rhetoric nonsense. So who gives a fuck if some Republican transgendered idiot is dancing with the public with, with uh, the president when we all know he doesn't give a fuck about us to begin with i mean it's more power to them but i'm thinking to myself to the trump advisors how stupid do you think the lgbt that's what i'm is? saying jason that's exactly what i'm saying i mean how it doesn't fucking matter because we all know what's what's true we all know the deal that's exactly my point it's just i don't know i just don't understand it i i really don't understand it but if it I, first of all, do I do I think it's going to happen? No, because I feel like if it does happen, the Trump supporters are going to be pissed because they're like, oh, you know, you dance with a faggot, or you know, some something like that, or you dance they with are. that he she or whatever. The they fuck are they say. upset. There's been an article already I read earlier that said they were incredibly upset about the fact that um, he was. He was Don't get that. upset. This this who the fuck y'all voted for? What you getting upset now for? Because they're, he's not doing what they want. The fact that he's he's dancing, Duh, he's, he's dancing. a politician. The well, fact he's that a politician he's dancing now. with a, gay, a transgender woman pisses them off because they all hate transgender people and they believe that we're you know GLP. Well, this is the words I have for them. All of y'all can shut the fuck up because this is who y'all wanted in office. So if he's changing his mind, oh fucking well. Well, he never so, said he's all he, all he does is lie anyway. So it doesn't matter. Right. Wait, well, he's already lied anyway. First, he thought he, he, I've already caught him in two lies anyway. He hasn't even have you, in. Jason. You've caught him in two yes. lies. <laughs> caught him in two lies. Yes. So the first lie he said that if if he were to become president, he was going to prosecute or make sure whoever prosecutes Hillary Clinton for those damn emails. Now he's saying that he ain't doing that. Then he said that he was going to build a wall and make Mexico pay for. First of all, I'm not with that whole wall bullshit anyway. But he said that he was gonna have build a wall, have Mexico pay for it. How the fuck are you going? How the fuck are, is the U.S. going to build a wall? No, no. Or you gonna have Mexico pay, build a wall and then have them to pay for it? I don't get that. Then now all of a sudden we're trying to build a wall and we have to pay for it. So I'm like, mm, we kind of caught you in line there because now you're saying we have to pay for it and build it. I don't like uh, even bigger than that though, Jason. He lied about a lot more than that. But one of the things he lied about, one of the biggest lies he lied about during his campaign and since two thousand eight, when he, before he just started kind of campaigning sort of about trying to be the president, uh, he constantly, consistently, and during the debates with Hillary and in interviews, have has said, "I do not know Vladimir Putin. We have no relationship. We've never had any kind of relationship." Blah blah blah. Yet the FBI, CIA, etc., have proven that he has had a long 
relationship with him since before 2008. Oh, so I remember the that. He said in the, in the debates, but I'm if like, anybody he, else he, had done that, like Obama had done that, do you know how they would say he's a fucking traitor? He's a traitor. Oh, they would. They would have ripped him a new one. But it, because it's fucking Trump, some white billionaire. It's okay. Oh, well. I mean, and that's what I'm saying. These and, then, and now he's trying to backtrack and say, I didn't say that. I'm like, dude, there's documented it's footage of you saying this. That's what's crazy. The whole the whole campaign. And, and now he's always said, oh, I never said that. And then we have proof he said it on video. Play it back. Well, that's not what I said. I was saying blah, blah, blah. Fuck you. Oh, or, or, or they're saying, oh, well, what I really, I didn't mean it that way. What I really meant was, they do that type of shit, too. Like, if, if if Trump supporters get upset because you know what, matter of fact, I want Trump to dance with Caitlyn Jenner because I want the Trump supporters to see this who the fuck y'all voted for. Now, if y'all get upset because he's dancing with a transgender woman, like my like I've always said from the very very beginning, don't get fucking upset because this who the fuck y'all want in office. Now talk about Steve Harvey and this whole thing. This bullshit right here. <laughs> I, here's here's my thing. Here's my thing. When black celebrities or either just or minority celebrities in general try to meet up with Trump to talk about certain situations, you may think that you are doing the right thing by meeting with Trump and talking about, the, the, you know, the inner city and this and that and, and what have you. But it's it really it really is going to make you look dumb at the end of the day. It really does. Because, like, Steve Harvey went to go meet with Trump and talk about the inner city. The inner city. We need to improve the inner city. We need help in the inner city. Okay. First of all, I need America. I First of all, I need Steve Harvey, Trump, the Trump advisors, and Trump supporters to realize that not all minorities live in the inner city. I have never lived in the inner city. Okay. I don't know why people think and that there are minorities who do live in the inner city, but you also have poor whites that live in the inner city. You have all types of people that live in the inner city, but I do not understand why they have such this, such a focus on the inner city. And even if you do want to help the inner city, they're not going to welcome you with open arms. Well, I, I mean, don't think I don't Trump think the God fact sakes. that somebody I mean, I I don't think that first of all, one of the things Trump said during the um, the debates was, oh, have you seen the inner cities? The inner cities horrible. The blacks. I love the blacks. The blacks love me, but they have horrible lives and it's just a horrible place. to maybe, And he loves all black people in the one, you know, this broad sweep, you know, as he does everything. And um, so I don't think that I mean the fact that he's doing this inner city push or whatever with Steve Harvey or whatever he's, they're trying to do together, I think is just bullshit. And like you said, not everybody that lives in the inner, inner cities is black, and not everybody that lives in the inner cities is necessarily poor. Um, but I think that it's a it's a waste of fucking time. Who the fuck cares what Trump exactly says or does about it? He's not going to do anything about it anyway. It's just a complete waste of time. Exactly. And, you know, I want to know where the fuck Stacey Dash is, because before this fucking election went down, <laughs> this bitch was popping up on every fucking TV, everybody's show, talking about how much she supports this motherfucker. Now, where is she? She ain't said shit ever since this man been elected as president. Stacey Dash, where the fuck are you? I don't like your ass anyway, but I'm just saying, where are you now? This man is in office. You got what you want, and now you're going to just be quiet all of a sudden? She's Girl, get the fuck out of here. Um, I'm like, I'm like. Mm, well, anyway, mm, mm, after tomorrow, I'm like, I'm not watching the inauguration. I have no desire to do, to do it. But we actually had planned on going to a um, million uh, woman march in Austin to uh, to protest Trump's inauguration. 
tomorrow or not tomorrow Saturday I think it's supposed to be or something but <coughs> excuse me but I'm not going because I don't feel like going now but um <laughs> but they're having some um they're having protests here in Dallas that we may attend tomorrow night so we'll see but anyway I, I just think it's sad it's going to happen and it's really really depressing because I think that the fact that some Americans have voted in a man who is a racist, homophobic, xenophobic, misogynistic asshole as president and the leader of our country and the free world shows that our country has gone to fucking hell, basically. He's like, well, you know, I have African-Americans that work for me. That don't mean you like black people. And do you pay them? Probably not. He doesn't pay them anyway. Anyway, let's move on. Bullshit. Um <laughs> Did you hear? Oh, let's talk about the whole thing because we need to talk about it. Because last week we were off the air. <coughs> Excuse me, because I was sick. Excuse me. Um. Uh, Stacy, Stacy, not Stacy Dash. Uh, Vivica Fox's strip club thing. Now, Vivica Fox has a strip club chain or some shit she's opening, and she's uh, gonna have male dancers there, of course. And she said initially that, um, oh, I don't want there'll be no gays there in the audience, you know. And I heard her say that, and I felt that's fine. I felt, well, okay, no big deal. I mean, gay girls want to have fun and have their own place and don't want guys in there interrupting them and having – you know what I mean? Just like gay guys want to go to a place like that and just have gay guys there and not straight guys or, or girl. You know what I mean? So to me, I was okay with that. I was, I was fine with that. But a lot of people took it as her being homophobic and being – and maybe she was. I don't know. But – I thought she just meant, you know, we want to have a place of our own and not have to be interrupted by other people. Now, what do you think? Do you think that it was homophobic ever or not? No, when I read the article, I didn't think she was being homophobic. Vivica Fox is, has a whole gay entourage. So it's I like, know. and I mean, I mean, I know people will be like, well, that's the same thing as saying when you said Trump said that he died. Like, well, that's, yeah, but I mean, this No, it's is, not the same when you have a gay entourage versus you've got a gay friend or something. That's bullshit. Right, like, like everybody on Entourage is gay. What I, th- what she meant was, I think she wanted the cast, the you know, the club to be, you know, the dancers to be all male, and the audience to be all female. I don't think she necessarily. I think what she wanted was she was no men allowed, with the exception of the dancers. So whether you are coming there with a, you know, if you come in there as a couple, whether you're a straight couple, you come in there with your wife and she wants to watch, or whatever the case may be, it's going to be a. A, a female type venue. Um, now, maybe later on down the road, she may have it to where you know gay men can come by, and you know, and straight women can go and tip, and you know, see all the dicks flopping around all they want and be merry. But I, I didn't, I didn't take offense to it when I saw it. When I, I initially either. read it, I, I wasn't offended by it. But like mm-hmm. you said, there were a lot of people who were pissed off. I don't understand why, because, I mean, if anyone follows Vivica Fox and follows her career, they know that she has always supported the gay community. So, Well, they also, they she, also when she said the things that she said about, what's his face? What's his name? She's to date, 550 Cent or whoever that 50 was. 50 Cent? Yeah. yeah. And about him wanting his butt licked and stuff and said that that was homophobic because she was saying that he was gay because he liked his butt licked. And so, there. but the thing is that, I mean, I don't think she's homophobic either. I, but I think there's things she says that some can, can can easily be misconstrued as homophobia because because especially in the black community where there's so much homophobia um, and people you know get, uh, uh, black men especially are like the worst they can they are the worst homophobes I think out there they them and of course rednecks those on the same 
same level. <laughs> it's the same shit. Uh, generally mm-hmm. speaking, heterosexual black men, you know, who are like, ooh, I'm, 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 you know, no, no homo, not all that bullshit, they say. You know, that kind of shit. Um, so I think it's understandable, I'm saying, why people think she may be homophobic because she keeps saying shit like this when um, I think she doesn't really mean what she's saying, but whatever. Uh, I wanted to talk about, I forgot, we forgot to mention one thing about Kanye West. But see, I, but see, I don't think, I don't, I don't call, I don't, what she said, I don't think was a homophobic statement when she said either. about 50 Cent. I don't either. What I think she, I think she was just trying to like out him as gay, but I wouldn't call that a homophobic like slur or whatever the case it was. I think she was probably pissed off with 50 Cent at that. Cause I, I remember I was watching Watch, uh, Watch What Happens Live when Candy and Candy Burris and Vivica Fox were on there. And I remember how Viv- uh, how Candy was just like freaking out on live television, like you know, oh my god, you know that type of thing. But I don't think I think I think it came. I think the delivery was different than what she meant. That's what I'm but, saying. Yes, exactly. It's but just, it's just... I don't I don't think it was a homophobic slur. I think she was trying to out him as like, oh, he might be gay, which. Yeah, 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 yeah. Some women do with a, you know, because if if you you know into something they're not into, or they find you know a straight man to be into something that right, that's what I'm saying. That's right. Like, people think that's homophobic. I think it's right. homophobic. Well, no, like I said, but remember several shows ago we had I had to brought that up when you know some women are quick to label a man as gay because he yes. may be into arts, he may be into the music, yes. he may be into this, he may be into that. That doesn't necessarily make him gay. That makes it homophobic though for them to say, oh, if you're into these things, oh, well, you yeah, now that gay. yes, I agree. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But I think I think. Sometimes women are so quick to put the gay label on a man when they're really not. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, we can move on from that. Well, I wanted to, I forgot to mention when we were talking about Trump about uh, Kanye West and the fact that Trump's uh, inauguration chair says that Kanye West is not traditionally American enough to perform. So Ch- Kanye West did his crazy ass because he's even fucking nuts anyway. Um, you know, it was all, all over Trump and everything and, you know, whatever. And would have performed at his inauguration, but they said he is not, quote, traditionally American enough. They what do they we, mean by they that? They said, we haven't asked him. I mean, he's great. He considers himself a friend of the president-elect, but it's not the venue. The venue we have for entertainment is filled out. It's perfect. It's not going to be he's – not, he's not going to be typically and traditionally considered American. Kanye's a great guy. We just haven't asked him to perform. We, we're going to move on with our agenda. And you know what that means? That translates into motherfucker, you are not gonna come up here and embarrass our shit on national fucking television during this inauguration with one of your crazy ass antics. That's what that translates into. I don't think it's about that. I think it's about he. I think it's homophobic. I mean, racism. I think it's racism. And if he were a white man, I don't think they would have said that. I mean, even if even if it's a white man acting as fucking nuts as he does and he has fucking crazy and out of his fucking mind as he is, I don't think they would have said that. I think it's but we but racist. we all know that Kanye is known to go off on the deep end, and he will not give a shit if there's a camera recording or not. Oh no, and you know. I, I I don't know. I, I I my personal opinion. I feel like they did that because they didn't want him to get on TV and start a bunch of bullshit. I wish he had. That's that's how I took it. Now I could be wrong, but they're not gonna be like, we don't want you up here talking about you know this and that and yada 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 and how Kim you know you know is your baby mama and it, we we don't want you to get up on stage talking about shit that ain't got nothing to do with the inauguration. Mm-hmm. That's the vibe that I got mm-hmm. from it. You could be right. So. But I could be wrong. Maybe people, you know, people take things a different way. That's just the way I took it. Yeah, yeah. 
Well, Monday was MLK Day and Martin Luther King Day and Junior King Day. Uh, and I think that it is such an important holiday in this country to recognize this man, whether you're black or you're white or you're Hispanic or whatever you are, because I think he represented so much, uh, you know, I don't think he did. He represented so much in this country for unity and trying to bring the races together and trying to have equality across the, the board legally for everyone. Uh, you know, obviously in African Americans, but everybody. So I think I think it's, it's important to celebrate his his um, legacy in this country. And a lot of people don't even remember. It's amazing to me that I've actually run into people who were young don't know who he was. That don't know who seriously. He was. Yeah, how can you not know? He's a fucking holiday. You, you never well, asked. You, you, have to, you have to blame that. You have to blame that. I don't know if they're still teaching this in schools. I would think so. But you also kind of have to blame the parents. The parents have to be you have you, the parents have to tell their children about this type, you know, they when should. this era occurred. Yeah. occurred. And I, I don't think they do. Well, obviously they don't. I mean, you, you remember that you, you have to remember that these. I mean, you got to remember now how old are these kids are you referring to? Are they like elementary? No, I'm talking about like 15, 12. Oh uh, well, I mean, well, you have to remember that like a lot of these a lot of the parents now like in their early 30s they have these kids but so that's, that that's like a 13, sad statement on them though the fact that they are in their 30s or whatever and they don't teach your children something as important as that it doesn't just have to be about MLK it could be about anybody any civil rights leader that they admire or whatever but I mean the fact that they don't even know who this person is and, and it was pivotal pivotal in American history and civil rights and the fact that they don't they don't celebrate or um, revere revere civil liberties enough to actually ensure that their children understand who these people were is just a sad thing. And some of them don't even know who Malcolm X is. Well, no, he was a little more obscure and a little more militant, and he, he worked differently. Right, um, right, but I'm just saying. But I was yeah, I know. But I was going to say is if you're not a black person and you're not a Hispanic person and you're not an Asian person, whatever, uh, somebody who's a racial minority in this country, generally they don't – it's not part of the consciousness of their lives to have to think about those types of things, about civil liberties and things, because they get it automatically because of their Caucasianness or whatever. So because of that, uh, I understand the reason why a lot of them don't really talk to their kids about it. I just don't think it's an excuse to not discuss it. I think that even if you are Caucasian and you don't have to worry about your own civil liberties, you should give a fuck about everybody else. And that's what I've always said. The difference, I've said this many times on this show, on my show, on other shows, and, and writing and everything else, that the difference, the distinction between a, a Democrat and a, and a Republican or a conservative and a liberal is that conservatives only give a fuck if it's about themselves and it's affected them, but a, a Democrat or a liberal cares about it affecting everybody, and it shouldn't happen to anybody, regardless of who it is. So we have a heart, and conservatives don't. And a lot of times, these people are conservative. So if you're, cons I'm, I'm not surprised. I guess what I'm trying to say is, I'm not surprised when it's someone conservative, or you know, racist or whatever, who has not told their kids about it. But if you're someone who's liberal-minded and thinks about what's important about for everybody, you, you should fucking educate your goddamn kids. And did you know that the, the fucking secretary, fucking education secretary that Trump's putting into office? Um, is trying to, or not trying to, she's going to essentially put into um, our school books and everything that uh, that the founding father uh, of this country was Moses, um, and also that the uh, that gays should not be able to marry, blah, 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 all the kind of stuff that she believes in. 
and the civil rights stuff like MLK was actually, you know, and he was not faithful to his wife, but I was saying he was like this, she was saying he was like, you know, he was, he was a um, philanderer and he was this and that. And so she's pointing out all the negative things about him instead of the positive things he achieved. And this is the director of education. Um, this country. I mean, and, I mean, what is her whole point in doing this? She because she wants to back. She's a fucking racist, fucking racist, racist motherfucker. I don't know what else to say. She's a racist motherfucker, and she does not want. Uh, she wants to celebrate whiteness, and she wants to celebrate the Christianity and all that kind of bullshit. And newsflash that happens every day already, bitch. It happens every day, but it's not been institutionalized in our education system the way she's going to do it, and that's the problem. And so, anyway, I'm just saying. It's Excuse me. They talk about they talk about white history all the time in school. That's all when I was in school. That's all <laughs> they talked about in my history. And then class. you got you got one chapter on like black history or Hispanic. History and we had a few days on the civil rights movement, <laughs> black history, black culture, which is ridiculous. Thing. Because the thing is, black culture is not American culture. White culture is not American culture. Hispanic culture is not American. Our culture is a milieu of all of them. It's all of these things that have made our country and have developed it. So you need to give equal time to all of these uh, movements and all of these, um, you know, important civil rights issues because they are it's not just about white people or black people or hispanic people it's about all of us and so instead of having one chapter on black history maybe you should kind of pepper it out throughout the whole fucking thing just like you do with white people or hispanic people with the same thing asian people whatever i just get so sick of everybody catering to one fucking race in this country gets so fucking tired of it but that's what people want because that's why they voted for trump well they do it for everything they do anything from textbooks to movies Oh, so, by the way, you know. I saw Hidden Figures last week, a week ago, whatever it was, two weeks ago, whatever it was. I hear that movie is amazing, but I'm going to watch it this weekend. Yes, and we went to watch it, I think it was two weeks ago, whatever, before I got sick. And I, oh my God, it was one of those movies that is so amazingly good that you just cannot fucking, it, I was crying through the fucking movie more than once. And I was mad. I was angry. I was happy. I was sad. I mean, it just made you feel everything. And that's what that's my opinion. The, the mark of good art is that it makes you feel something. It moves you in some way. And it's a true story. And if you have not seen this movie, black, white, Asian, black, white, Asian, whatever you are, just watch the fucking movie because it's fucking awesome. And she better they, not her necessarily, but they better get some kind of Oscar or something for this movie. It was that good. OK, that good. Now, Taraji P. Henson. She had one. Like, she did good in the movie. She was good in the movie. But I'm saying, in terms of, like, Oscar-worthy performances, she had one, like, uh, scene, which was totally Oscar-worthy, and I hope, hope she gets nominated. And But Oct- Octavia Spencer, oh, my God, that woman is such a great actress. Loved her. Mm-hmm. Subtle, understated, you know, kind of acting in this movie, but she really drove it, drove it home. And also, what was the other chick's name? I can't remember her name. But Janelle like, Monet. Thank you. Janelle Monet. yes. And I know who she is, but I can't remember her name. Anyway, sorry. But yes, she's fucking awesome. They're just fucking awesome. And Kevin Costner, fucking awesome. I just can't rave about this movie enough. It's fucking awesome. So if you haven't seen Hidden Figures, go see Hidden Figures. And I'm glad you're going to see it, Jason. <laughs> Talking about civil rights and stuff, and this is one of the untold stories. One of the civil it's, it's basically it's not just a civil rights kind of story, but it's, it's really a story about how if without these black women in the 50s and or 60s, rather, we would not have had won the quote unquote the space race 
And mm-hmm. it, these are incredibly intelligent women that are geniuses, and they uh, are a huge part of our, our of what we've achieved as a country. But you never heard about them because they're black, right. because they're black, right. and right. because they made them fill out reports and stuff. Most of them, or her specifically, um, with using a man's name, they weren't able to use her own name because she was a woman, not just black, but also a woman. So I mean, they basically stole her ideas and everything. So it's just, ugh, I'm sorry, it just is. You've got to watch it. I'm so glad you're going to see it. So anyway, I am. Okay. I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> I've actually already purchased my ticket. Good. Online. Good. 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 Anyway, um, since we some good news, of course, you know, we already knew about this to some degree and some extent, but it's been confirmed, right, about Will and Grace being rebooted completely. Yes, NBC has confirmed that Will and Grace will be returning to NBC in, the, uh, I guess, the fall of uh, fall of 2017. Oh, this year, really? Ah, uh, yeah. Hmm. And they're going to have 10 episodes. Um, and I guess they're going to do 10 episodes to see how it goes. Listen, it's Will and Grace. It's going to do fucking phenomenal when it comes back on the air. So I, I don't know why they just limited it to 10 episodes. I don't know, but maybe, you know, there's other shows coming around then or, you know, I, I don't know. But I already know. I'm so looking forward to this. I cannot wait. And um, same cast, same everything, same producers, same everything. So I am so looking forward to this. Plus, they'll put them back in work because, like, since Megan Mullally left, you know, yay, 10 years ago, she really ain't done shit. She's done a lot. She just hasn't done a lot on TV. She's done a well, lot. I think, well, I'll take the back. She hasn't done anything mainstream. I'm going to repeat that. I know she did one comedy show, like on Comedy Central or something she's like that. She's done mainstream stuff. I know what you mean, though. But she's done mainstream stuff. It's just she's been behind the camera. She's been writing. She's done a lot of, lot of theater. And she also did one right. show. There was a show she had. I can't, she had her own talk show briefly. It was horrible. Um, but I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> but other than that, she's done lots of stuff. But she just hasn't been in the public eye. Like she's been behind the camera, behind the scenes more than in front of it. You know what I mean? And Sean Hayes, right. Sean Hayes as well. Sean Hayes is. Not I know he's been, he's been a lot of producing in theater, right? right? Yes, and so he yeah. hasn't been in front of the camera as much, but he's done a few things, but really been behind the camera. Mostly. The only person I think I, that's really been in front of the camera is Deborah Messing. She's been in a lot of stuff. Deborah Messing's been in a lot, but um, Eric McCormick has been in a lot of stuff. It just hasn't been right. all that successful. But he did one really successful series called um, Psych. What was it called? Psych, Psych or something like that. My mom watched it. She loved it. It was on for like four seasons, and so it was really successful too. Is he the one where he played the detective or something? He's like a site. Yes, he's like a. I never watched it, but she watched it and loves it. It's called Psych or Psychologist or Psychology or Elementary or something. I don't know some shit. I can't remember. <laughs> but anyway, it was really good, and everybody loved it. So um, it did really well. Like it was really a popular show. Oh. Also, they are considering doing a Living Single reboot. We just I talked saw, about this a few weeks ago. I saw on Watch What Happens Live, Queen mm-hmm. Latifah was on there, and it was this week or last week, last week I think, and she was saying that they, it's, it's definitely going to happen. They're definitely working on it. Yep, awesome. That would be amazing. I love me some Living Single. single. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, it's a great show. Anyway. Uh, yeah, and it's funny because she said something about uh, oh she I don't know did you watch you watched Atlanta you did and you watched it when uh, Kim was on there right Kim Fields right mm-hmm. and and Andy asked Queen Latifah what he thought about her him being on the show she's like I don't know who that was she's like that is not that is not the Kim Fields I knew she's like because when she was on Living Single she would she and I would get into it all the time about and she'd tell me how things are going to be and she'd be directing an episode and she was not at all. This like wallflower. She's like, I don't know who that was. So I thought that was interesting that she's like not like that at all. 
So it was Queen Latifah saying that she was more she's not meaner she, in person? Not mean, but she was just she was more uh confident. She had confidence and she had she was like, you know oh, what I mean? Oh yeah, cuz cuz she did Kim did seem very vulnerable and just like very like a wallflower. Yeah, she was like all yeah. shrinking violet, yeah. So, yeah. anyway, I thought that was interesting. And but I think it matters, you know, that's that's something that happens though. It matters where who you're around, you know. I know when I can be one way that's not true. I'm always pretty much the same. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't matter. That's what gets me into trouble. But anyway. Um, oh, speaking of Atlanta Housewives, I want to bring something up. Yeah. So Atlanta Housewives, they, you know, they've been gone for nine seasons now. And I, the show is starting to get pretty fake to me. What do you mean by um, fake? Uh, there's, a, there's a lot of scripted? fake. I, I feel like there are a lot of fake episodes um, or fake segments in the show. Um, first of all, this whole thing with Sheree and Bob, I feel like Sheree has Bob in there just for a storyline because I'm thinking to myself, bitch, if you want to get together with him, you would have already. I'm not she sure why you said just... she doesn't want to get back together with him. She but said. she but she she's putting off as, as if she wants to. I don't think so, but okay, go ahead. Um this whole thing with Kenya and Matt my thing is okay. Now they showed an episode this past Sunday where she Kenya returned home and her back window was smashed out, her garage door was smashed out, and he spray painted the cameras. Yeah. Now here's my thing. Now if she really wanted to press charges on him, I'm like I'm like where's the footage to him spray painting spray painting this you know this uh, surveillance camera? Because my thing is I'm like if he's if he's done all of this. Wouldn't they have footage of that? Like, wouldn't they have footage of him spray painting the camera before it went black? Like, it's it's just certain epi- it's just certain moments where I'm just like, hmm. I'm like, um, if you really wanted to get him for vandalism, you could, because I'm sure the cameras were um, well, unless they weren't working. I'm pretty sure they well, they had to be working. He spray painted them, so he had to know they were working. So it's just like. I don't I, this whole this whole thing with Kenya and Matt I I do not understand it. Then this whole thing with Portia and some boys. The Portia is I I like Portia, but Portia is the type of chick that just falls head over heels every time she meets a new man. She did that last year when she met that other dude. She just fell head over heels and was like, "Oh, we're gonna get I married." I think she's been different this time. I think with this guy because she's known him before as a kid and everything, and even even on Watch What Happens Live, which I, she's talked about this exact thing. Uh, I think she's taking it much slower, and she is taking it slower. She hasn't thrown him this big ass party when she says, "Oh, it's my man," that kind of bullshit. Let's get married. Let's have kids right now. I mean, she's been very slow about it. So I think she's right. grown. I think she's and grown. I like I like Portia. I, I like I Portia, but, but this whole thing with her trying to play mediator between Candy and Phaedra, I'm uh, I'm kind of on the fence about it. But I do like her as a person. Kenya, I do not like. I've never liked Kenya. I've never liked Kenya since the day she came on. Um, here's the thing. I I used to like Candy a lot. But this season is really. I'm, this I, season, I am not feeling Candy. I am exactly the opposite. I, I mean, I'm not the opposite. I've always liked Candy, and I like her better this season than I ever have because she's standing up for herself and not taking this fucking bullshit from these is, bitches. But my thing is, like, when she when she met up with the guy that was doing her event planning or whatever, I don't know. But it seemed like in that scene, she was being so extra to me. She was just like, you know, you know, it doesn't matter. You know, you accepted the pay, so. But she's it, right. He but, accepted but, the pay. But yeah, she, but yeah, she is right, but it was just like... But what? She's supposed she to be was, all polite about it? He's no, trying, to, trying she, to scam her for money? Was, 
But no, if she was getting all turned up for nothing, and I don't know, I I, I just feel no. like they need to bring a few new girls in because no. I don't like Don. I don't like Candy's team. I don't like. I never liked Don Juan. I didn't either. I, I don't like him either. Um, the the only honestly, in my personal opinion, the only people that I really like this season is Cynthia, um, Cynthia, Phaedra. And Sheree and Portia and Phaedra. Phaedra's kind of on the fence to me. I don't know how you could like Phaedra. Phaedra is so Phaedra. She always has been. I do not like that woman. She is fake. She lies all the time. She acts like know, she's one I, thing. She's I just two-faced. Like the fact, oh. I, I, just, I just like the fact that she... I like, I like the way she reads people, though. But... um, And then Sheree's kind of on the fence with me. I just... I, this whole thing with Chateau... Here's my thing. And here's another thing. This whole Chateau Sheree man or more thing... I wish they would stop giving. They make it seem like their house is in the gated community, and they're the only house. I've all, seen their houses in person. I remember when I was in Atlanta. I took right. video. I've seen them in person, and they're they're big. But that, well, I mean, that's fine. But but don't call them Chateau Charette and Manor Moore as if you like your car. Your your house is sitting on fifty fucking acres in a gated community. I call and my you're just house Lord Fair. life. I call my house Charette. Lord Fair, and it's on like a, less than an acre. I mean, come on, it doesn't have anything Charette, to do with that. But Charette's house, Charette's house is like in front of a bus stop. It's like, girl, you don't have a Manor Moore. You just have a big ass house. No, that's not just true, like, Jason. That is not a true at all because. They live in Buckhead, first of all. They live in an extremely, extraordinarily nice area of, of Atlanta. And it's extremely bucolic with lots of trees and everything else. It's a gorgeous neighborhood. And right outside that neighborhood is a very, very nice shopping area. I mean, it's a gorgeous place to live. And so do not act like they live in some ghetto because they don't. They live I didn't in a very nice Well, because they have a bus that. stop in front of their house or whatever you said. I mean, come on. They live in a beautiful area. And I just don't like the fact that people are like, oh, oh, well, they just think they're all this and all that. But what? Well, yeah, she's got this big-ass house. Whether she owns it or not is a question. I don't know. She's got this big-ass house. It took her five years to build. Good for her. Congratulations. It looks beautiful inside. I love it inside. And she's not even, she's not, she still ain't living in it. Who fucking cares? It's her goddamn house. If she wants to build a goddamn house and not live in it, she doesn't have to live in it. Why do y'all care so much? I don't know. Well, I'm going to come, come up with a nickname for my two-bedroom apartment. Just call it twinsies. I don't know. What the fuck? Call it Twin Pines or some shit. Put some pine Yeah, I'm going to call it... I'm gonna call it uh, I'm gonna come up with a name. I'm gonna call it, you know, tw- uh, I don't know. Joypad. <laughs> Elder. No, I'm gonna call it something fancy. Joystick. <laughs> no, I'm gonna call it something fancy. But um, I don't know. I just I, I, I don't just know why like you care need... so much about that stuff. And people in general, but it no, I just me. I, I, no, I, I blame it on both sides. I feel like the production is getting lazy. And I feel like the girls are getting lazy. I mean, they've had the same <laughs> girls in here for a long time. It's so? like. Bring, but, but I, I feel like the conflict isn't genuine anymore. It, I feel like it's almost like planned out. Well, it's so, always planned out in every in every single fucking every single fucking reality show that is existence now or ever has been. They, they don't plan. They don't like script them. I mean, the ones that are not scripted, they don't script them. But they, what they do is they create situations that they can react to, and that's that part is definitely produced, and they have to right, produce but that. I just, I, I don't, I just, I'm, I, I think we here it is. We we're nine seasons into it. I feel like I'm getting bored with it. Well, stop I watching feel like it if they, then. I feel like it. I feel like if they just bring in new girls or either bring in new production and have them do something different. Not get. I'm not saying get rid of all of them. Just bring in like two new girls along with the girls that's already there, so that if there's any type of conflict or genuine, you know, or drama, it's more 
authentic is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I just feel like it's a little staged at times. And I know it's reality TV is probably staged to a certain extent, but I feel like it would be it it would be if the drama it comes out on the camera, it's more authentic. That's that's just my personal opinion. Mm-hmm. But you know, it is what it is. All right, moving on. I'm done talking about them. Uh, I don't know who this is. I didn't know who this is. I don't know who this is, only because I read, had to read about it for the show and stuff, and I, it's a big news for some people. So if you're a country music fan, country music uh, star Cody Allen has come out as gay, and he actually is also an iHeartRadio host, such as myself, and uh, he's come out as gay on his Instagram on Thursday, and uh, in a message he wrote, there is something I want to share with you. You see, I'm gay. This is not a choice I made, but something I've known about myself my whole life. Now, people think, oh, big deal, another country, whatever. Country music to me is the white equivalent of rap music, okay? To me, it's the same thing. <laughs> so rap, the rap culture to me is mired down in machismo and all that bullshit about, you know, no, no homo and that kind of bullshit. And gay, being gay is like an ultimate sin. And it's the same thing if you're a redneck, okay? It's like, oh, my God, it's you're so against God, and what's Jesus going to say? And, you know, whatever, if you're a white redneck. So it, to me, it's the same thing. So I understand why it's a huge deal for him to come out and everything. I don't know who he is, but it's congratulations on him coming out, whatever, Cody, congratulations. Now, I think, though— I've never heard of him. I hadn't either, but whatever, good for you. But I think, though, that I was going to say is, do you think that um, like rap music and country music will ever, ever like stop being so anti-gay, like in their music or in their culture? Do you think it's always going to be that way? Or do you think someday it's going to change ultimately? Do you think they're going to be the last bastion of music to change, right? Like rap. Music. I feel like I feel like when it comes to hip hop and R and B, it's getting a little better. I mean, you do yeah, have, sure. yeah, you do, you do have some art like R and B and hip hop artists that are actually out, yes, and make music and actually sell, right? I haven't heard anything about this from the gay community. I mean, not the gay community, but the country community. So, well, there was Steve Grand who came out a few years. ago. I mean, ago. you have some, but I. I I really, I don't really don't know because I don't listen to country well, you music. You don't have to. You don't have to know who they are to have a, an opinion. I'm just saying. Do you think though that it will ever change in the rap community or the or the uh, country music community? Because yes. you think I feel like it may take a while, but yes, a lot longer. But that's what I'm saying. I think it'll happen eventually, but it'll be the very last bastions of music industry to change. <laughs> you know, because pop music, you know, it's cool. You know, whatever. Uh, rock and roll. Um, I don't know what else there is, there is but classical. <laughs> I don't know it's okay to be gay, but when it comes to like rap and country, it's just like the worst thing you can do. It's horrible. But anyway, um, okay, so that's all for our show tonight. You have anything else you want to say before we go? No, I'm, I pulled up a picture of him to see what he looks like. I'm just like, oh, okay, now I know what he looks like. He's all right. Um, who is this sitting there in this picture? Oh, is that Miranda Lambert? She, never mind. I'm done. <laughs> okay. I was going to say something about Miranda Lambert, but I'm just keep it to myself. Okay, you probably should. Okay, we will be back, y'all. 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 We'll be back. Oh, wait, wait. Speaking of y'all, speaking of y'all before we go. Mm, yeah. Did you hear about, speaking of MLK, I, I meant to bring this up, but I forgot. Yeah. Did you hear about that um, cafe in Azle, Texas, that was serving oh, chicken and watermelon. Yes. Go ahead, just talk for about a that. fucking MLK day. I was like, bitch. Wait, what, what did they do? They serve watermelon and what? Chicken, fried chicken. Fried chicken and watermelon for MLK day. Now tell me what and happened she, as a result of this. What happened? Um. Well, people started leaving bad Yelp reviews. People started calling and threatening her. Wow. Um. The owner. 
And so she decided not to do it. She was like, oh, I thought it would be a fun thing because on Cinco de Mayo, they were going to have margaritas <laughs> and enchiladas and that type of thing. But I'm like, man, li- lady, that is completely different, okay? That's, co- you that it, is that's completely what you call ignorance. Different. That's ignorance. Completely I'm ignorance. like, I was like, okay, obviously you don't know the backgrounds of chicken and watermelon, clearly. Well, you're a white woman, and obviously if you don't ha- have a lot of black friends or – you don't you you don't hang around you know minorities a lot. You probably didn't know that. So that's horrible. I don't know. I'm just like, girl, stop. Mm. Really, chicken and watermelon. And she was like, oh, I thought it. You know, I've come to realize that it was you know a really bad idea. No shit, Sherlock. <laughs> uh, that's just that's just pure ignorance. Just pure. And ignorance. it's in Texas. I'm like, well, of course, Lord, it's this in Texas. This couldn't have been like in Utah or you know or Idaho. <laughs> People I are mean, just fucking dumb. Somewhere where I can be like, oh my God, that happened in that part of the country. Mm-hmm. But no, it had to be fucking Texas. Mm-hmm. Of course it did. And Azle, Texas, just pretty much in the vicinity is out where, where, it's Fort Worth. west of Fort Worth. Yeah, it's near Fort Worth. Yeah. Oh, Lord Jesus. Congratulations for being a bigot bitch. Well, I won't be going there. Well, I didn't even know the shit even existed, but it's in <laughs> Azle, which is forever away. So you're I'm not going go to travel to Azle anyway. Me. No, you're not going to be so. there. Don't worry about it. You'll be fine. <laughs> But Azel has a lot of white people living there, too, so I, mm-hmm. I don't know. She probably thought it was okay. She probably thought it was cool. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Stupid bitch. Okay. Well, we will be back next week, everybody. Uh, it is going to be Thursday, the 26th of January, and we will have had Donald Trump as a president for seven days almost, for almost a week. And I will be in mourning once again. <laughs> And uh, until then, we will see you then. If you want to find out more about us, you can go to offlimitshow.com, about me, rather. If you want to find out more about us, you can go to gayxyzshow, or excuse me, gayxyz.com. Jason, you can tweet him at... You can tweet me at um, Jason B. Like. It's Jason, J-A-S-O-N, underscore B-B-E, underscore like. Yes, and... We'll be back next week, and we hope to hear you or see you there <laughs> or hear from you there or whatever. We just hope you listen. That's what we want. We want you to listen. So listen up, okay? We'll be back next week, and have a good night, everybody. Good night. Good night, and remember to stay gay. Really, Donovan? <laughs>
Don't go out, go all out in the all-new Toyota Highlander. Amplify your style with a captivating exterior and available 20-inch alloy rims. Amplify your comfort with available premium leather interior and ventilated seats. Or amplify your groove with an available booming 11-speaker JBL audio system. You can even amplify your crew with roomy seating for up to eight, five USB ports, and available Wi-Fi connect. Don't go out, go Highlander in the all-new Toyota Highlander. Toyota, let's go play. This is.